All right, so let's start a conversation today on Michael Todd's talk about the pace of leadership. Uh, and since we've got Tay with us this morning, let's go ahead and throw it down to Tay and see what he's got written down for notes. That's good. Now I gotta pace myself until she get mad. So <laughs> I want to get started. Uh, I love this. Uh, it immediately took me back to college football, and I thought about uh, my um, head strength and conditioning coach. Uh, we would just have to go out uh, every time we train. We had to run uh, 20 100s when we come back from to uh, summer to get ready to start conditioning. Uh, and he would say to us, "Pace yourself," because uh, you had to run it in. 15 seconds to 100s and he would say I know you can run maybe two to five in 10 seconds but can you run 20 under 15 seconds uh and that just always stuck with me is like don't think about what you can do right now how many people you can beat right now will you last uh because if you don't run all 20 under 15 then guess what you have to do you have to repeat that process again another day so he always taught us to like pace yourself to last and think about the end game instead of the quick wins uh, so that's a, that's what really kind of stuck out to me with that. Uh, and I like the idea of what he talks about. I've heard him speak about it before, the uh, whole the uh, stride versus strive. And how he says stride, stride is a uh, walk with a long, decisive step in a specific direction. And I love that. Uh, and just going back to um, when I talk about the uh, 100s in college, you did everything with intention. Like every time you did something, you had intention behind it because you know, like once you hit this particular step, once you hit this particular goal, you have to follow that by doing something else. And you have to pace yourself and you have to give yourself, I love when he said, give yourself that margin. And I think that's the same thing with life. If you get so busy and successful, thinking you have to do so many things, you forgot to, you forget to give yourself margin to rest. You forget to give yourself margin for grace. You forget to give yourself margin to fail. So I think when he said give yourself margin, that can be in so many areas. And I love that because a lot of people don't. And they hold themselves at such a high uh, standard high, and high level. And I think that's awesome. But at the same time, you have to understand, like, you're not going to succeed at everything. Some things are only there to teach you something that you would need in a, in a lesson later on down the road. And if you're just so hard on yourself, then you might miss that lesson. Uh, but just uh, giving yourself that margin just gives you that intention of being aware of situations. Uh, the second thing he talked about, and I love you talked about um, the pace. He said it's not fast, it's not slow, it's set. Uh, and just going back to the football, like my whole deal was I, every stride I took was very purposeful. So every time I ran, every time I did something, it was at a specific pace. And I love that because it's the same thing with this business. When we talk about uh, the six list or the KPI, that is set. You don't have to rush that. You can take your time and it's something that you know you have to do every single day. So I love when you talk about having something set and that just comes to being uh, consistent and doing things constantly in your business, in your life, and also doing it every area in your life, not just one specific thing. Uh, and just the, um, the last thing that uh, he talked about and I love, uh, he said, it doesn't matter if you're successful, if, if, if you, if, it doesn't matter if your business is successful and if you're not. And I love that because I think a lot of people, when they get in this business, we did it. Uh, we got in because we wanted a specific something for this business to do for us. And once we got it, uh, we had to think, what's next? And I think that's when we got into like personal develop development, like growing yourself. So I think many times you have to, uh, I think like Jim Rohn always say, go to work on yourself harder than you do your job. 
Uh, and just one last thing I'll leave you guys with, and I think it's kind of relevant to what uh, this was today. I had a dream last night, and I just kind of take it for what it is. But when I have things like this, it really sticks out to me. Uh, and it was uh, one of my favorite people uh, that Joe introduced us to here uh, on one of these Zooms, and it was Inky Johnson. And he had to, I think it was on my Instagram, uh, and he wrote me a message. He said, you're almost on the level that I'm at, dig deeper. And I love that because it, it was a reminder. It made me think about that uh, one picture that we always see, the one guy who's digging for the diamond, and he quits just before he gets there, and the one other guy keep digging. And it was a reminder to me, like, stay in step, continue to dig. Things may not look, or you may put in all this work, and you may not be reaching the things that you want, but keep digging. And it was a process. And what I think I loved about it is he told me, you're almost where I am. And it was a reminder, like, I've been where you are. I know what you're going through. I know what you're feeling. Keep digging. And I think for me, it's a reminder, like, enjoy the process. Understand that the more that you dig, the more that you're going to understand and be able to go back and show other people the way. Go back and tell other people a story that they may not, not have ever seen, but because you already been through it, you get to share with other people. So uh, I hope that helped you guys. And I just want to remind you guys to uh, just stay focused on the things that you want. Stay in alignment. Uh, and just continue to go after what you want and just enjoy the process, understanding the process is going to reveal you to you. It's going to allow you to see your strengths, but it's also going to allow you to see your weaknesses so that you can strengthen them as well. So uh, just enjoy the process and just stay in alignment and just uh, find out what your pace is and go your pace. Uh, don't think that you have to do a certain pace and you think you have to go at Joe or Chad's pace. Stay at your pace because you don't want to outdo yourself by going to there. So figure out what yours is and go with that. And uh, just uh, thanks for sharing this again, Joe. There's my pace. <laughs> so good. All right, Chad. What do you got written down? Well, the first thing I wanted to say, the, the statement that probably got the most stars and scribbles and circles for me was uh, pace directly affects peace and peace is true prosperity. You know, in my 47 years of life, I've met people who had the company that they sold for 20 million and they had this massive success story in this one area of their life. But that particular guy I'm thinking of right now lost his wife and family in the process. So to me, not a success story financial success, but overall massive failure story. So I look at everything as, as someone said one time, it's like a road and every road has ditches on both sides. So when you're talking about pace, to me, pace is staying in the middle of the road because if you go too fast and you get stressed and you're striving and everything's internally just a tornado, then that's one ditch. The other ditch would be just laziness and and, you know, not trying at all. Right. And that's that leads to depression and, you know, just feeling unworthy. And because we need to produce produce gives us a sense of value, a sense of worth, adding value to the world. So I love that comment that pace directly affects peace and peace is true prosperity. I always go back to my success definition of John Wooden, where he says, and I'm looking on the wall here because it's I got him, I got his face on my wall. Success is peace of mind attained only through self-satisfaction and knowing you made the effort to do the best of which you're capable, capable. So at the end of the day, it's just looking in the mirror and go, man, I did, I did a good, I, I put in a good day's, an honest, good day's work. That's success. And that's a good pace. And that's moving in the right direction. Um, so when you're going through this, I loved, you know, pace yourself to control the speed 
that you move at in a race so that you still have the energy left near the end. You know, I, I, I love that. And the military, it, it reminded me of all kinds of things. There's, there's the leadership dance, you know, the, the pay, John Maxwell talks about the leadership dance in the military. And I, I kind of like this analogy uh, to be in the military. You have to the pace, the military set for the entire military. So from the person who's barely getting in because they're out of shape or whatever to the elite, whoever, the pace for the entire military is nine minute miles. So on Fridays, you have to run four miles and the expectation is you'll do it in 36 minutes. That's the pace, right? The pace and it works. If you want to stay and it works and you want to make money and it works is the steps to success. Three distributors, six customers a month. Now in the military, if you, if you can't do that nine minute mile for an extended period of time, then you, you find your way out of the military. Um, and it works. What I've experienced over time is that if you can't figure out how to do steps to success, most people get frustrated and they end up leaving the company because they're like, well, this isn't working. So there's a standard that's set for everybody within it works and within the military. Now, of course, we know in the military, if you go to any of the elite schools, if you go to airborne school, if you go to air assault school, if you go to ranger school, now you have to run five miles at an eight minute pace. So instead of four at nine, now you run five at an eight minute pace because you're going faster. So when you're a leader and it works, you want to have the expectation and teaching how to help everyone do steps to success, but realizing that you're going to have some people who maybe want to promote every month or some people that want to run faster and do more. So I think it's important. We have what's called a focus group. So that would be a group that people who are involved in that maybe want to go a little faster, do a little more so that that's there for them. It's not for everybody because other people, it would stress them out and they would move from striding into striving. And we don't want to lead people into striving because that ultimately is leading them down a bat. If they're striving, then they're going to snap on their kids, right? They're going to go off on their husbands. And we don't want to be part of that. We want to be part of uh, helping people overall in their life, being health healthy and being whole. So I think that's, that's important to understand not only where we are, uh, what's what's a good pace for us, but able, being able to coach and lead our team into what's a good pace for them. And okay, so poor pace. You know, he said poor pace, all the things we miss, right? We miss the moments. We miss the meaning. We miss the miracles. I always go back to that. Uh, at one of the conferences they showed us, um, you know, they said there's two basketball teams. They're like, how many times has the white team passed the ball? And you're watching the ball. You're focused on the ball, right? Boom, boom, boom. And, and you see, and everybody gets the answer right. It's like 12. Yes, I got it right. And then they say, but did you did you see the moonwalking bear? Like, what? And they rewind it, and there's a bear in the middle of the two basketball teams. You don't see him, and you miss it. You miss it. And I think of that, and I think of if we're running too hard and we're too laser focused on what we think we want, then we miss the blessings along the way. We, we're not listening. We're not tuned in to hear what God has for us. And we might be drifting off course. You know, a rocket on the way to the moon is literally off course 97% of the time. It's drifting. And so it needs to constantly be, be refocusing. And so that's why, in my opinion, Jesus has to be the center of it all, right? You know, it's, it's interesting that we used to think that the sun revolved around us, right? We used to think that earth sat here because we're the most important and everything else revolved around earth, revolved around us, and that the sun, the S-U-N, revolved around us. But to truly live life, 
our life has to revolve around the sun, which would be the S-O-N, which is Jesus. And so I've learned that's how we can know faster because there's a lot of indicators if we're off our set pace that we should be on, like stress. If you're anxious and, and stressed and worried, then those are all indicators that the red flags going off, right? Like uh, you drifted kind of like if you wake up, if you, if you're bend over to pick up a toy and you get out of breath, that's an indicator. You're a little out of shape. Maybe you need to hit the gym and take it easy on the donuts, right? Just little clues like that. So that was another one I had. Um, the right pace allows you to be present and the present is a gift to you. You know, and to me, that goes to the Jim Rohn idea that, uh, be thankful for what we have while we pursue all that we want. Some people always want, 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 and they're like looking to the future, looking to the future, looking to the future. And I think that's when, you know, there's, there's that cats in the cradle song. That's where you 20 years goes by and you go, Oh, what happened? Where's my kids? How come they don't respond to my calls? Well, it's because we have to remember to invest in them now too, not just later down the road. Um, popcorn analogy. I love this. You know, Mark even said one year, he said to think of it, it works in the context of a year as a 12 round fight. And I love that because when you think of a month as just one round, then you can, the whole year gets a little, a little bit smaller and the popcorn analogy in our team, a lot of times we'll have 90 day runs only for those who are ready to run though. It's not, everyone doesn't run. Like some people walk, some people jog, you know, we're not going to stand still for anybody. That's why we have the standards. We're not going to stand still, but some people are ready to sprint. And we found that if someone wants to sprint for a 90 days, you can't sprint for a whole year. Like no one can, like Tay was saying earlier, you can sprint a few hundreds and get that break that 11 seconds or whatever, but you're not going to do it. Like you're not going to do 10 of them in, at that speed. You're just not. So a 90 day run. And I think it like popcorn because let's say, let's say it takes pop. I don't know how long it takes exactly, but let's say popcorn takes 90 seconds to pop. Right. Well, if you just put it in the microwave and you let it go and you let the heat build up by the time the popcorn starts popping, when you open the microwave and you, it's starting to cool off, the popcorn's still popping. It's like in our business, when you when you, when you get the plane off the ground, maybe you're new. We get the plane off the ground. It takes a lot of the energy. Uh, it takes a lot of the gas in an airplane to get in the air. Once you get in the air, then you don't have to sprint anymore because then you can maintain and you can change your pace up. But to get off the ground, sometimes you need to up the pace a little bit in this business to get things going. And what happens though, is if you leave the popcorn in there for 15 seconds and then you open the microwave for 10, it's almost like you're starting over. So if you work your business for two weeks and you take a week off, it's almost like you're starting over because you don't get the momentum. You got to get them. It's like if you're trying to push a snow a snowball up the side of a hill and then you just let it back down. You got to start over. You got to start pushing up the hill again. Eventually, you have to get to the top of the hill, which is the momentum. So that's important, I think, in the context of all this and in our business to understand. And um, the last one I'll say is kind of how we ended was uh, success is not just how you end up, but how you get there. And what we have to constantly remember is this, it doesn't matter what works in this industry, it matters what duplicates. And so we want to do things that anybody can do. We, we want to do things that an 18 year old can do or an 80 year old can do. Of course, if we're using all these complex, uh, you need to have a super high IQ and 30 years of business experience to get it done. That's not going to work for an 18 year old. And if we're running full speed, 
100 miles an hour, that's not going to work for an 80 year old. So we have to do what's possible for everyone to do to, to win in this industry, not just a win for us. You know, it's one thing to win and we make a bunch of money. But if we want to help thousands of people hit their goals, then we have to lead at a pace that the majority of people can run or walk or jog. So I'll just, I'll just leave it at that, Joel. Awesome. So the first thing that I had written down, other than, you know, the title, the pace of your leadership was the first thing I started. Many of us aren't as successful as we look internally as we are on the outside. So you see all these people that look successful and everything on the outside, but internally, because of the pace that they set, they're burning themselves out. So one of the things that he challenged everybody to do was to take a look at the pace that you've set for yourself. Like Tay was saying with running sprints, you can't run sprints for a marathon. Life is a marathon. Life is an adventure journey that, you know, has moments of sprints. Like Chad was saying, you know, 90 day sprints in your business is great, but you can't 90 day sprint for 36 months. Just doesn't work that way. I love what he said about Jesus because Jesus was the only one to go on a 36 month sprint, but he didn't even sprint. He just walked it. Uh, he said, Jesus did everything in his life. He was called to do and prophesied to do in three years. And he never ran to his next appointment. Jesus accomplished everything he was supposed to accomplish and didn't hurry to any of it. That was mind blowing for me. You know, striving is running and wearing yourself out where striding is taking a walk with long, decisive steps, which you can do indefinitely and go further. Man, that hit me hard. That was like, that is amazing. Because of the fact that you won't tire out and you can actually go further than if you are just going at a, I mean, you see it all the time, people that just look like they're burnt out and you see why you see the frenetic pace that their life is, you know, when we're talking about pace, he said, the pace of grace is where you get great results and genuine rest because you can do both at the same time. Is everything in your leadership at the same pace working together? Guys, this is a great thing. He talked about leadership unity. So take a moment and gather with your leaders and say, hey, are we all working at the same pace together? Are we all going towards the same common goal? You know, are we all doing the things together? Are we all doing power hours, KPI trainings, post to post? You know, are we all doing our daily tasks? If not, there's a reason why some of the spots are off and unbalanced and not moving because they're not at the pace. I love that Chad hit on that because that was one of the big things that I was going to hit on was what pace are you at? You know, we know that the pace is steps to success. The company has set the bar and set the system in place to give you the pace. So the standard is set but some of you need to pick up the pace. You know, we always talk about the pace of the team follows the pace of the leader. You can't sit there <clears throat> and 
maybe sign one customer a month and look at your team and go, why aren't you doing the steps to success? It's because they're following you. If you are the leader of the team, they're going to directly follow the things that you do. So are you creating the leadership environment where everybody's on, <clears throat> on the same pace and on the same page, or are you doing something different from what you're expecting the rest of your team to do? So is your leadership pace out of whack? I love that. When he started playing the drums and he played with no rhythm at all, and he was like, that's just trash. And then all of a sudden, when you start playing in a rhythm at a specific pace, everything comes together because pace allows you to have margin. And when you have margin, it allows you to not miss the moments, not miss the meaning, and not miss the miracles. Because if you're going so fast, you sometimes overlook all of that stuff because you don't have the margin to be able to figure it out. The one thing that he said that was just great was the right pace allows you to be present. And that's the thing that a lot of us miss out on is the being present in the moment. I know I miss out on stuff like that all the time because of the fact that, you know, I'm always looking, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? So the things that he said to get the great pace for your life is number one, get a vision, get a vision for your life and make sure when you're thinking of that vision, you're finding yourself rested, whole, and happy. Number two, make it visual. He said, write it down. A vision never happens until it's written down. And once it becomes written down, it becomes a goal. And then he said, step three, be verbal about it. If you're verbal about it and you tell somebody, now you have an accountability partner to help you stay on task on your pace. So make sure you discuss your pace with your, with your team, with your upline, with your sideline. If your pace is the steps to success, well, now you've got somebody that can follow up with you every single week and go, hey, did you get your distributor this week? Hey, did you get your customer this week? That way, you know if you're on the right pace. And then what he said about those three steps is, once you put them in place, don't violate them. If you violate them, that's when things start to get out of order. Pace equals peace, and peace is true prosperity. So when you're at a fast and frenetic pace, you can be successful, but not have the significance, not have the rest, not have the true prosperity that we're looking at. I, I love Chad said my, my favorite quote that he said today was success is not where you end up. It's how you get there. Guys, we tell you this all the time. We know that the end goal is the thing that everybody aspires for. I love the fact that you are here today learning and developing and becoming a much better person. You're becoming the person of success. And the person that you become along this way will change so many more lives than if you just jumped to success. You know, for the people that just jumped to success, they don't have the fortitude and the ability to take what they've done and multiply it. 
they can't share because they didn't have the experience that you guys are going to have going through these courses, going through these lessons, learning these things. And we hope that you take what you learn and the things that you learn today, not only do you apply it, but when you apply it, you turn around and teach it to somebody else. So guys, thanks for being with us today. Hopefully you took something away from setting your leadership pace that you can apply today that will help you get to a place of peace and true prosperity. So go out, have an amazing day, and we'll see you here again next time.